0: Welcome to the Slow Quest podcast, everyone. Um, this is me, Bodhi, and I. On this podcast, I chat to cool, creative people within the fantasy sort of TTRPG realm, like either or just people nearby that or in it. And today, I have Daniel Matthews, cool guy, concept artist, podcaster, map maker. Welcome, Daniel. Oh, that's really kind.
1: That was super <laughs> nice. Thank you. <laughs>
0: That was so nice. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even add any like adjectives to those things. I, I feel like those are quite factual statements. Oh,
1: thank you, thank you.
0: So I, I I try to. I think I've forgotten a few times, but I I try and start with the question of when did you last play yes. a role playing game and what mm-hmm. happened. And and I'm gonna I'm gonna add the the um an addition to that that not not including the podcast because I oh. feel like you do that a lot. Like I'm just okay. I'm interested in a bit more a deeper. Yeah. Okay, so last time playing a
1: role-playing game that wasn't the podcast. Yeah. Um, it was oh. at a friend's house. It was during uh COVID restrictions when like only two households could could hang Ooh, out type yeah. thing. And it was myself, my girlfriend Jolie, and um our two friends, and we were at their house and the whole night they were talking about like D and how they'd never played it or anything before. <laughs> and I was like heck let's let's go for it then it's, we got a d20 and they're like yeah we got a d20 i was like that's all we need you know, and we, you know it was very rules light almost rules ignored just yeah. rolling a d20 like D, in the sense of sorry i mean the question's not last time you played Dungeons and dragons last time you played a tabletop role-playing game right? oh no it's so, fine yeah yeah i mean it was just it was just a d20 and um and it was real real fun i did some d uh, did the dm roll and um uh you know try my best just did a classic like prison escape thing
0: just like Um, making it all up on the spot
1: yeah 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 i mean just uh i mean i definitely uh you know uh, dick dynamite from from our our games is is my influence there and he's a very much a a winger and um and yeah we I, i just took them through a little prison escape thing and uh it was great um uh, one player was incredibly murderous and just wanted to attack everything, you know, just very classic first time rolling dice, just, Oh my God, I can attack things. Let me do it. Uh, <laughs> Jolie played a football hooligan called Steve, which has actually been my favorite character of all time. just, just went around headbutting people and just, you know, just talked like being really keen on football. And, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, my other friend's character was just the silent type, you know, just kind of following and lurking in the shadows, proper dark rogue, you know, yes. type of
0: thing. Um, it was really fun why did they have a d20 if they'd never played D &D before i I find that such a specialist thing
1: oh because he plays warhammer oh okay that
0: makes sense. so he had a collection
1: of dice from his uh warhammer collection
0: Uh, okay
1: uh so yeah i was like heck let's just get a scrap bit of paper out put some (laughs) put put a drawing down this is a dungeon find your way out and uh uh yeah they were they were real into it and um actually it got a bit too into it and by the end we're like oh we're going home now see (laughs) (laughs) what about
0: you when was the last time you played I played I'm trying to think. I'm I'm playing with some some like oh yeah the like 12 13 year olds um mm. sort of teaching them I think that was the last one otherwise I like, I'm playing I'm trying to play regularly on Mondays with some people to sort of I mean just cuz I think it's so much better for my work to actually play like yeah. <laughs> I'm writing adventures and I'm like oh playing them is helpful <laughs> which is yeah. so obvious but it, it's not I didn't think it was as huge of a difference as it is in it. we all get super
1: busy so it's like yeah. you know sometimes it's that feeling of uh, I've got a spare bit of time. I should probably use that to catch up on work, but
0: it's all self-imposed work, right? So it's a never-ending yeah. list of things to do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's been good, though, and just fun to play d d again. Um, yeah. Uh, when did you, like, like, obviously you're within, like you're doing stuff to do with tabletop role-playing games. Like, when did that start? Like, was it quite early? I think it
1: was in 2013, maybe 2014. Okay. when I first started playing uh, D&D, and this was like third edition we were playing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, so Dick Dynamite, who is the uh, Dungeon Master in our um, uh, podcast, Backwater Bastards, which is an actual play, uh, him and I were living together and also working at cafes together. And then at, at the end of the day, after you know shutting the cafe down, we would set the table up uh, and play with a bunch of other staff members. And Dick would be the DM. And oh, it was so rad. Went, like <laughs> I was so into it that I would, I would rush to shut the cafe down and I'd be like, heck, it's fucking Saturday and we've just uh we've just finished a shift. We're gonna be here all weekend, people. And everyone's like, No, we're not, we're gonna go out partying. We live in London and we're young and I was like, No, we're gonna roll dice <laughs> and, and I was just so into it and I was always just like, Guys, we gotta play, come on. And it was a crew of like eight people because it was oh, everyone okay, who worked wow. at the cafe. Um and we all got really into it. And we would play for maybe like four hours on a yeah. weekend. But I
0: I always wanted it to go on longer. So I was yeah. like, Oh, no, come on. Was like was Dick sort of the catalyst of getting you into it then? Like, mm-hmm. like he'd already, yeah. Yeah. He's also the whole reason why I'm, in,
1: uh, I get to be a concept artist now. Yeah. He is the complete reason. I mean, uh, we were, we'd moved from New Zealand together uh, mm-hmm. to London in 2012, and uh, I had no idea of what I was going to do there, and he was on the computer and just looking at cool pictures as you do in 2012 and 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 there was some cool pictures of spaceships and i was like heck those are cool pictures and he was like yeah man like concept art that's a crazy cool job and i was like that's not a job that's insanity no one got paid to just do that as a as a job he was like no seriously and we we uh we followed like the images to the source and saw the video game eve online and and uh and i was just hooked immediately was just like holy hell someone got paid to just draw a spaceship and i just immediately started saving up for a second hand computer and then mm. save once i got that started saving up for a tablet it was like a wacom bamboo to start with and then a wacom intuos like the, the smallest one after that and i just yeah just just uh was addicted i was like
0: this is this is so cool like did you draw like i mean everyone draws to some degree but like were you already like an art i don't of person think so. at all no I, I mean i
1: drew as like scribbles and stuff
0: um and i
1: would do it to pass the time Mm. but i never thought like oh this is good it was more like trying to emulate something i've seen you know yeah so like it was never like drawing my own things or something from my imagination and if it was from my imagination it was because i was trying to draw something but in someone else's style sure you know and so um it wasn't until learning the fundamentals which is silly to say because i'm still really bad at the fundamentals (laughs) but learning those that i started being like okay uh now i can confidently just draw something that is in my mind
0: i think that attitude is something that most people who are really good have (laughs) like i'm not i'm still not good at this and i'm still not like i feel like it's that kind of that position that makes you keep getting better and better like lena does that all the time with stuff and i'm like you're like the fucking best at this i know yet you don't you don't think it's good and i'm like i guess that's why you're so good Uh, but like doesn't that scare you like
1: just rendering a sphere like just on a plain table just rendering a sphere or like life drawing of just fruit in a bowl like oh that stuff is the hardest to do and it's
0: i don't know I, I i don't know if it's just i just find that that just sounds really boring i don't think i think about it enough to skip, be scared. Heck yeah it's super boring but like <laughs> like doing it well yeah i guess
1: but like uh doing that and oh, i don't know it, yeah like oh you draw you must be able to draw this and it's like no i've got some very like shortcutty cheats that i use and sure. you know and, and things to try and try and trick you into thinking that it's uh an all right image <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, you've said recently, like that you, you learned mostly through like YouTube tutorials yeah. and stuff, like not through any kind of nah. official schooling stuff. Which nah. is, I don't know, because you're so good at. I find you so good at explaining why something is like, oh, I'm going to do the composition like this, or the lighting, do this because mm-hmm. then that. Oh, yeah,
1: YouTube was huge. I mean, just watching a lot of um, Feng Zhu design um, videos. Yeah, uh, and then watching a lot of um, is it Proco TV. He kind of t- teaches like the Andrew Loomis method for drawing people. And I think the other person's name was Cynics or something. And he would just do speed paints. Because back in like, like 2013 and when I was starting, 2012 and 13, when I was starting, like a concept art was like all about speed paints. You know, how much sure. can you get done in 30 minutes, you know, and like look at this amazing uh, environment or robot or something that was like, you know, just made
0: in 30 minutes. And so I was, I was really blown away by all that stuff whereas now that it's just about doing ultra high quality things yeah. for 30 minutes which is a shame it's a real <laughs> shame but like it it's, it is
1: such a shame cuz yeah back then like um concept was like and it's crazy to say back then it's like hardly a few years ago but like you know like a uh, uh, concept art was was like mood paintings of you know, sure. you know just something to that to evoke a, a, an emotion or a feeling and uh yeah. now it's you know get that same mood but also get the design of the architecture the yeah. design of the items that people are carrying i mean like Lord of the Rings was super important because there was a movie where everything was designed, yeah. you know, down to the to the brooch that held the cape together. You know, it yeah. was like there was nothing that wasn't touched. And now with June coming out, uh, people have noticed, like in the trailer. And then the, uh, the shots leading up to the release of the, f- all the hype stuff, you know, that the gloves that they're wearing on Arrakis, are like just motorcycle gloves repurposed, you know? So like the audience has got such high expectations now of like, you didn't even design the gloves. You just used,
0: you know, okay. motorcycle gloves. Like what is this low budget thing <laughs> just like it's, it's, it's crazy. That's uh, I guess that's the thing, isn't it? Is that there are projects now, like Lord of the Rings and other things that yeah. like, there's enough of a budget there. It's probably just like a glove person on some yeah. movies. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. oh, just... Totally. And I guess, like, so I think back to the YouTube stuff. Like, I mean, these people that are teaching these yeah. things on YouTube, like, they're in another, like, they could also just be the same people that are lecturing at unis and stuff, anyway. So, really, there's probably no difference. It's just about the where you are. And I think it's a really, a really incorrect idea that you have to have any kind of official thing. Like, I've never, I went to to college, like TAFE, which is really kind of is it like a fine arts? I don't think it's looked down upon, but it's no, no, it was like like you either go to university in Australia like mm-hmm. I mean you don't have to do either but generally out of high school you'll go to university or TAFE and TAFE is kind of like the more practical kind of less oh, it's like an- a technical less fancy. yeah yeah but like that was the best for me like yeah. and and I had a friend who did basically the same thing but at uni and it was just not it sounded way less <laughs> like just it was more like um hands on what I was doing which was really it just fit me a lot better
1: yeah i mean i Definitely 100% it just comes down to like what, what suits you. I mean, my, my sister did a fine arts uh, university um, and she, she's a great artist. She saw me drawing in my book one day though. I was just doing sketches of like value studies or like shape studies. And, and Alex was like, what is this? Like, what are you doing? And she was like, that, that's an amazing p- picture that you could post somewhere. And I was like, no, these are like sketches to practice to know a thing. And, and she was like, what is value? What is perspective? What is these things? And I was like, Alex, you went to university for five years. Like, how do you not know what these things are? Gosh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, if someone asks me, like, uh, should I go to university or, or, or a type of school or an Italia um, or should I watch YouTube videos? I mean, it just comes down to, like, what type of personality do you have? Because exactly, yeah. I don't like being told what to do. I don't, like, I don't like having bosses. And it's a shame that, you know, it, it, everyone has to have that. But, like you know, yeah. I, like the idea of homework and study this or do that um, and then also be compared to everyone else in your peer group as, like a, as a pressure, like, didn't work for me.
0: Yeah, that's that. That makes sense. I think, I think for me, I liked having most of all like set projects and deadlines, like mm. kind of the motivation. And it was almost like, like you could meet people a bit easier, because like, yeah. I've never been a good social person, and I think it kind of allowed me to connect to people in ways I wouldn't have. But yeah, yeah, you're right. I think it just depends on how. Yeah, I mean, it's the same as school, but yeah, <laughs> there's still a lot of ways to learn, but they usually only offer one.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, because like, yeah, like I, I've got friends who did the school. Route and like it's so good that they did because you know they really needed that kind of these are the hours that the school is open so these are the hours that you have to practice and that you have to be here and if you're going to be here you may as well practice you know um so if you do the YouTube route then you just need to really make sure that you make it a habit yeah the self discipline
0: yeah. yeah which like I struggled with that as well but I would
1: I was just like well, I'm gonna make sure I do two hours a day at minimum you know like just
0: sure. yeah and do you think that um in the industry of concept art like does anyone give a crap about where you came from
1: oh no way no way yeah. no, no it's all I've, like
0: portfolio based
1: i have never been asked to show um, education history i've only ever been asked for work experience which is annoying especially if you're starting out like it's difficult to get yeah um and then portfolio and like if you're in an event or you're in an interview you know it's rarely the portfolio that gets you there it's not any of the words that go along with it i don't yeah. think
0: in my experience which is good Like that sounds like the way that, like obviously it's bad. yeah
1: I don't know. Yeah, it's just it, it, it's just all all rests on that, which is kind of great, but also terrifying at the same time. Because yeah, yeah, <laughs> someone's just judging you based on your artwork, <laughs> which is fair enough. But it's like, oh.
0: <laughs> you mentioned the Loomis method, and I think you mm-hmm. said before in chats together. There's like two main like sort of. Yeah, I think there's like, concept arting methods, or is that true, or is it all sorts? Well, I mean, there's many ways to draw. Yeah,
1: but... yeah, there's many ways. If someone's listening and they're like, "Oh, Daniel thinks there's two ways,"
0: like, I don't. You know, <laughs> just, <laughs> no, I just remember just, there being two specific names yeah. that were mentioned, and that was really interesting to me. But and, I don't know anything about that stuff. Yeah,
1: the ones that I'd like was um, was shown were the Andrew Loomis, which is way more gestural and making things with circles and like shapes. And so, if your mind is a bit more free and dynamic, and you want to just kind of create things that look right, then Andrew Loomis, he's your guy you can get all of his books as well uh, as pdfs and just download them online owning stuff and paper is really fun and nice but um if you're on a budget and you just want to learn you can find the pdfs online and they're really great and then there's george bridgman who comes at everything from a way more technical boxy perspective you know so if you're designing the head then you draw a box in perspective first and then you cut into that box with other shapes and build a a face out of hard edges so it's, it's, it's very like so Andrew Loomis is all about curves and flowing and movement. And then Bridgman is all about like lines, perspective and boxy gridness, you know, like make sure everything is, is accurate. So yeah, I mean, horses for courses right there. Like whatever your kind of feeling works. I fall into the, the gestural uh, realm, um, but that's because I have a very poor understanding of anatomy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think that, no, I don't know. I I love a weird, a weird anatomy person. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Yeah, can you um, imagine like putting putting uh bones and like trying to figure out the muscle uh things for like, you know uh, especially like the the recent characters that you, oh, yeah. you've done like like
0: the hips especially just really mm-hmm. like sometimes I think about like oh gosh yeah
1: <laughs> yeah that stuff's so impressive though when people can construct a thing especially creature artists they'll like design an animal but they'll also design like its anatomy and how the bones work and you know the it won't just be like Goro from uh, Mortal Kombat who's just got an extra set of arms under his set of arms it'll yeah. be like they come from this part and they're connected to this way into the body and it's just it's really great
0: i just draw a square and then yeah. draw a few noodles off it and then it's done yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> it looks great
0: uh, um you have a podcast order bastards what what was the yeah so there's there's three of you doing that mm-hmm. um what was the sort of journey into that like is it just one day you decide you want to make a podcast like what yeah was i
1: mean i really liked playing dungeons and dragons and yeah. um i was listening to nerd poker uh, at the time a lot which is uh, brian pussain's uh, uh one where he plays with his friends and i was like heck we should we should do a podcast and and we did it for many years and then and then one day i was like oh no i really want to do it i'll edit it i'll do all that stuff let's just uh record and, and, and work and you know we're recording now in in this program called zencaster and it's a, the exact same way we, we did it back then. Uh, just recorded and and yeah that was a few years ago and uh it was just really fun just uh just an excuse to to play a really fun game with friends yeah i don't know i thought like who who would be better you know imagination wise than than other people who are uh, illustrators and concept artists you know yeah for sure was it easy to convince your friends to, to hop on board <laughs> yeah yeah I, I did the spiel i was like yeah, it's gonna be amazing we're gonna do this we're gonna do that uh yeah i mean i think it was. Like most things, I was like, hey, let's just do a test run and see what it was like. Yeah. And, it, you know, it just kind of never stopped. We all really enjoyed it, and you know.
0: Yeah, because you've changed a lot, like the way, I mean, you started off with doing like fantasy with D&D, now you're doing yeah. like cool sci-fi stuff. And just yeah. the formats changed a lot, the way you yeah. edit it. Did it like, when you first did it, were you like, oh, this is really good? Because obviously now you look back at like the first episode, yeah. maybe, oh, like, I don't know, I, did, I do a lot differently. Like, were you really like, this is fucking cool right from the start? Luckily, when we started, I did have that enthusiasm of like, yeah. holy heck, like look
1: at what we've made. This is really cool. Which I think is important because otherwise like I would have probably got down to myself and been like, oh, this isn't good. I don't want to make it anymore. And, you know, yeah. stopped. Since then, you know, and uh, since learning more, one of those classic things like the more you know, the less you know, like mm. learning more about editing and and sound and, and podcasting. I was, I was like, I was like, oh man, this is not good. We need to, we need to get better. <laughs> and it's that stupid thing that we we do as, as people who make things where we, we maybe project our fears of what a good product is out and ignore people who are maybe enjoying it and they they kind of look back and they go no this is good just just keep making it i like what you're making and it's so difficult to hear that voice over that inner voice of nah this isn't good i need to i need to fix it there's something broken with the format or it sounds shit or it's like you know
0: yeah but then i think also that experimentation and adjusting like i think yeah i mean you can see that in like the episodes i've listened to from the start of the like the sci-fi stuff mm. it's quite a lot different, but it's all pretty much like really cool stuff. Like I, it's it's oh, really I nice it. improvements. Thanks.
1: Yeah, we 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 have and uh and I have gotten gotten better at just like okay let's just try something else. You know, like yeah. just try to try something else and just keep fucking with the format until we find something that works for us. And and uh where we're at now, like very happy with it. But uh but yeah it's it's it's
0: definitely changed it's it, it changed yeah. what it is a few times but uh but yeah. Is there anything that you tried like i'm thinking like like the cold opens i really love now mm. um we've talked really about fun. that a bit is there anything like that that you tried and then was like oh no that was awful like,
1: oh yeah um we tried streaming for a
0: while doing it on Twitch. stuff, wow. doing it live and um that
1: was okay but like so nerve wracking you know yeah. being being on stream and um pretending to be other characters and and you know trying to maintain like another character and stuff like yeah where it's just when it's just the three of us it's like it's chill you know um, but then with, with Twitch, you want to read the comments and you want to see, am I doing a good job? Did that joke land? Like, uh, you know, get all those confirmation uh, things. But yeah, we tried that and we, we've we tried um, a few other little format changes, but ultimately, uh, well, not ultimately, that sounds very like, no, but just, yeah, it's where it is now, you know, and it's, uh, and, and it's cool. We're, we're happy with it.
0: I feel like the only way to do the Twitch thing would be to just completely like, agree to ignore the chat and like yeah. just do it and then yeah. maybe there's i obviously have like a moderator or something just yeah. maybe breaks i don't know
1: yeah it's so difficult though you're like you want to know like who's watching you know what's what's the uh
0: it's a weird thing too that i, I feel strangely about like like you go to like the tabletop category on twitch and mm. i don't know it's it's kind of boring to watch people well, that's playing the, D&D. Like, or any, that's like, the other I thing, know. I
1: agree. Yeah, because like, that's why I want to edit the show so much and like cut out all of the uh, the pauses um, um, and I'm in an hour about like what, what your characters are going to do and just kind of uh, make it quicker and more episodic, like, you know, the, the cartoons you grow up watching on Saturday morning, like
0: keep yeah. it just like snappy, you know? But even editing aside, like even just visually, it's like, I mean... It's it, awkward, isn't it? It's nice listening. Like, yeah. I love to listen to those things because it's like you a bit more like... Um, just absorbed with what's happening and like you can yeah. sort of imagine this like movie happening in your head of like of what you're doing yeah um, i'm not like there's nothing wrong like everyone no no, no it's what just what such a, like it's I such just, a difficult yeah. thing to do though
1: because you know like yeah it, every there's there's just two different mediums you've got sound and then visual you know yeah. and whereas yeah it's just uh yeah i don't know props to uh to twitchers uh who, who do do yeah. everything and i mean you you do it and it's bloody yeah i, yeah, I couldn't um <laughs> I'd, I'd be so well, don't watch me draw this.
0: <laughs> I, know, I I feel very lucky that that is a sort of a thing of mine that I am quite. I like what I draw. That's amazing. Pretty like, I don't know. It, there's not much complex about what I draw, but I like it.
1: <laughs> I don't know you. You do the simple, looking, but we know that making something simple isn't isn't simple. It's like the exact opposite. Uh, I think, you know, anyone who who draws or, or yeah, or paints or, or anything you know, you admire the sim- simple stuff and how much information is being told in a few lines, you know, yeah, and then, sure. but then actually trying to convey that information like you do with a few lines and a few different colors and, 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 and whatnot, I think it's harder. I think, you know, I think uh, you can, yeah, for me, it's I think it's, I think it's really impressive what you make. Oh, thank you.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's just different, but I appreciate that. It's damn cool. That's what it is. <laughs> do you have much issue with like, um, like I find a thing about yeah. playing role-playing games online like especially Mm. since the pandemic and stuff like yeah compared to a table it's hard to like get in like to like comfortably Mm. like get something in and not like step on someone else's toes like when you're talking like does that is that just all edited out or are you guys just really good at it when we have
1: uh like guests with us or when we've played with other groups Mm. it's noticeable you know um but when it's just us like uh, i think we've kind of can read each other's mind a, a little bit yeah. at this point. Like we know like, okay, you know, this has just happened. I could say something here, but I know that Taylor's character, Cleo, is going to have something yeah. better that could happen here. And she's probably got that loaded in her mind. She's probably picked up on it as well. And uh, and then, you know, just be like, okay, just wait, just wait. And then, you know, it, yeah. and so it's, it's one of those things. Um, but that probably happens just at a table as well it's just been so long since i played at a table that i, I can't like remember clearly if it does
0: <laughs> i think you can pick up on more physical cues and stuff when you're sitting on a table but yeah I, I think it does seem like you you have pretty good chemistry as a team
1: oh yeah it's really fun it's really good
0: like so you were friends with with taylor as well in real life or yes
1: i met i met taylor um when we were living in iceland um i was working at um ccp which is actually the 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 roundabout uh, story from you know that very first image that i saw that Dickie showed me was a piece of concept art from eve online which is oh, yeah, made yeah. by ccp and then one day i got to work for them and that was just really fucking rad and awesome. awesome um yeah. and we were living in iceland for two years while doing that job and uh taylor we met taylor at a party uh because um her husband was one of my managers at ccp and yeah just i mean taylor's so funny and just you know Taylor and ta- is, Taylor's
0: clear on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, Taylor's clear it. on the
1: podcast and it's and 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 Taylor is is hilarious uh, when we record and when we play together and also just in real life is just like just insanely funny. And uh, <laughs> I just uh, we became real good friends and then one day I was like Taylor you should you should guest with us on the podcast. Come join us for like an episode or two, you know. And then Taylor's been with us ever since. It was just way too funny and just just fit in just immediately. It was really good. So, yeah, it's really fun. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and the stuff you've been doing with the um Backwater Bastards characters uh just incredible i mean you gave boris a nipple ring so it's like i
0: made it into the show last (laughs) episode i was like yes it was like i feel like i've influenced it's great you have
1: you have boris now has a nipple ring it's complete canon and it's
0: so good Uh, yeah so i drew dr z first and then that was really fun like it was like a at a time when i was sort of experimenting a bit more with like colored lines instead of all like dark Mm. brown lines um, and just worked at it because basically made of jelly yeah um, a jellyfish and, and a jelly body if, yeah. uh, if you're not aware <laughs> then yeah um and then boris was just like i don't know because he's kind of like a like a i was gonna say forager uh, like a yeah he's like a scavenger scavenger yeah that's yeah. the, the non Um <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> and just like mechanical plants yeah but just like bits i think we talked about as well like just i loved just adding bits that just random stuff it's like sci-fi things like he's wearing a belt with a thing on it with buttons but i don't he, know what it does didn't you find
1: a word like i know we talked about the word greeble greeble which was just it's just like miscellaneous like
0: um, shapes that become you said that to me right like yeah I but I wasn't was, there another word that you it's found? like nurny yeah or something like because I, I googled i googled it when you told me the word so what was yeah. the word you said greeble greeble yeah and Nerny. greeble sounds like a muppet like a, some <laughs> yeah. sort of like muppet villain or something
1: i am greebo <laughs> <laughs>
0: because yeah. um, it's i think it started it said that it's that term started from oh i don't know if it started but they talked about the death star a lot it's just like a big sphere with lots yeah. of greebles on it like yeah. random boxes and, and mechanical bits that, and just there's no way to actually know what any of it is it's just yeah
1: it just All fills right. it just makes visual noise and it just like it just lets you know like okay that is that yeah. is like dense you know it's it's
0: You know, if you imagine the Death Star without all of that, it would
1: just look like a plastic ball sphere floating. But because it's got all of that, your mind is like, yes, that's that's a little openings and entrances and exits and, you know, uh, mechanical things and uh, just really great.
0: Yeah. And I think it's like it's something that makes drawing sci-fi stuff really awesome. But also, like, it's it's something that I've always thought, like playing like a TTRPG that sci-fi would be really hard because I think you kind of know how everything works in a fantasy world. Like you kind mm. of a oh a dagger or like a magic wand that casts yeah. fireball, but then in a sci-fi thing it's oh there's a computer with buttons, this and things like how do I interact with this? Like yeah. I, um I really love about um sci-fi
1: as well is the um you know, so in fantasy it's always the ancient sort of power or something, mm. or like this this ancient helmet or an ancient throne, or it's always ancient something. Uh, and that also happens in sci-fi, right? Like you get the, um, the ancient, um, the ancient Sith planet, you know? Yeah. Is it Corriban? Kor- 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 sorry i've got the word uh, wrong probably but you know and it's, it's always about like ancient powers like for the force or um this this ancient like station or something is, is floating like a,
0: c- a civilization that was way way advanced but now they're not here Yeah, i mean even <laughs> in 2001 space
1: odyssey you know like yeah. the obelisk is 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 this old thing that is but but it, the fact that it's old makes it even more insanely in epic because <laughs> it's so sci-fi and it's like whoa and uh, i like i like that stuff
0: yeah it's pretty awesome I, don't know. I still still i'm still a fantasy person but i, I yeah. lately i've definitely been like feeling the feeling the sci-fi um i'm gonna me and so me and waco waco produced this um adventure for mothership mm, and that looks so good just i've been assembling them now yeah and it's about to come out but i definitely think i'm gonna have to try writing one myself as well just mm. all these like fun ideas from like your podcast and like playing mothership and stuff it's
1: oh, i think it really <laughs> another thing with like sci-fi is like uh like if you take like the movie Braveheart or something, you know, and then like try and like make it sci-fi. It just works instantly, you know. It's like, oh, it's just you know, you can kind of take these things and just kind of then put a sci-fi, sci-fi, sci-fi lens on it, and just like, yeah, in my mind at least, I just go, oh, that would make a really cool sci-fi movie. And I mean, and the best genre to mix with sci-fi is just always going to be western, you know. And Mandalorian yeah. showed that perfectly. Oh uh, yeah, that was that's pretty true.
0: So another thing you do, one of the many things you do, you've been working on isometric worlds which is like a um like a basically regular releases of isometric really fucking like awesome just amazing looking maps um the like why why isometric like i it's quite it's quite like um unconventional for using it silly just because us. it's difficult i guess it was, but it was
1: very silly of us to be like oh let's do it in isometric it, it's just like i mean growing up with uh, rpg games and whatnot yeah, yeah. I mean, they were all isometric. And so there's definitely like nostalgia buzz for yeah. it. And then just as a thing to draw, it's a bit more interesting than top down. Yeah, um, I mean, I
0: guess that's why they did it in the RPGs as well. It's like a fixed thing that you can like tile yeah. and stuff, but it's a bit more interesting than looking at the top of someone's head.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, th- but there's definitely problems like, you know, trying to get behind a thing or yeah. uh, or on top of a thing like that can present problems, uh, you know, especially with uh, limited tools in BTTs as they are. But just ultimately it just just a chance to just draw something that yeah. we really enjoy drawing and yeah, still, still making stuff and trying to figure out what we can, what we can do that works. And a lot of the time it's like, you just load up an old isometric game and you go, Oh, they did this. And this, <laughs> this works really well. You know, you look at the yeah. old Diablo, I think Diablo two, they introduced like verticality, right? Mm. Like in Diablo one, I, I think it just went into shadow when you looked over the edge of a, uh, like a dungeon or something. Yeah, but then yeah. in Diablo two, there would be like another level down there that you could see, you know, but it and, was fake right it wasn't a it was fake, fake. you couldn't right? actually get there yeah it was yeah. like but um it's that like looking off into the distance and seeing other parts happening yeah. and, and, and moving around and i think that's a really fun thing that you can do think you could probably do that in top down as well but it's um it's a really fun thing that i like about isometric uh, view
0: yeah i think it's i think that's the thing that i really like about the maps you make is that they're not like i feel like a lot of people's maps are like technical like they're tools to use to like help just mm-hmm. dis- whereas yours are like nice artworks to look at like i think they really like mm. i think that's yeah it's i don't know yeah we huge, we, huge we
1: wanted um we wanted to make stuff that was like for us like there's always those uh incredible scenes and vistas you know or like yeah. descriptions of, of stuff that is more impressive than than anything else i guess just being just that that word like epic like oh my god what is this you know and so just trying to put that i mean we'll still try and put like you know you could climb this ledge instead of walking around the long way or yeah. you could you could jump this this gap instead of you know trying to build a bridge or something but um but yeah i think overall we 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 very much enjoy making like a an image that also works really well yes, as a sure. uh, as well as a, as a map which is um maybe not the right way to do it but
0: <laughs> but it's fun <laughs> uh, it's yeah. a good result i think do you enjoy like you talk about like isometric being kind of a pain in the ass to like have things behind other things and a yeah. lot of that i've done a bit of like isometric drawing yeah with maps and i really like the problem solving of that like do you does it just annoy yeah. you or do you actually like does you find it satisfying
1: i like it um like so i like it because so if you're playing with our stuff on foundry you can use um, a mod by grape juice and that makes playing an isometric view like really fun because the walls can then disappear as you walk behind it or something okay sure but if if not uh, and you're just playing like on the flat image as a 2d thing then the problems are still there of you know um, a wall blocks off a certain amount of the map as well yeah. so like when you're making the space it's the the, the 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 thing to solve with isometric is always like you start off in one corner and then you walk your way up the map type thing you yeah. know um, because you're going from the lowest point of the perspective at, to the highest point type thing but you can't have the highest point be at the bottom of the map because that means everything is going to be in front of getting to the lowest point at the at the top of the map. So there's limitations like that, which are little problems to solve. And um, and you know, concept artwork wise, that's kind of like the whole shtick is visually solving problems, which is really fun.
0: Yeah, and I think it's one of those things that kind of can, um, like like limitations prompt cool creativity as well. Sometimes, yeah. like you'd make kind of a weird map that you definitely wouldn't have done if you otherwise. Oh yeah,
1: definitely, which is super fun. Yeah, we well, just yeah, I mean. I think everyone like starts off with like I'm going to make an easy thing. It's going to be simple, you know. And then the imagination starts un- unraveling, and it becomes a a super intense thing.
0: <laughs> Speaking of problem solving, yeah, with creativity, do you want to do you want to make a thing together?
1: Yeah, I do,
0: very much so. All right, let's roll it up. Okay, so we're making an item. Yeah, so we do it twice. Okay.
1: Ooh, I've rolled high. Ooh. Should I tell get? you the numbers? Yeah, yeah. It's an eighty-one and a ninety-five.
0: Okay, so eighty-one is wine, and I'm going to say that that in the on the list it's wine like like a dog whining. Oh, oh but you can choose. I'm. It's it's. I'm just, gonna go liquid. Yeah, and then ninety-one and 95. ninety-five. Stamp. Oh, that's cool. Stamp. So stamp and wine. Okay. And I think it doesn't have to be. I think it. I, we can make anything. I was going to say, does it have to be magic? No. Does it have to be fantasy? Even it can even be a sci-fi thing.
1: Well, no. I think this could could be a, an item that my character Baron Deborch
0: could have. Then a wine okay. stamp. A wine stamp.
1: Oh, that's cool. Do
0: what you have it? any immediate ideas? A wine stamp. Um, it sounds like some sort of thing for like officiating, like this is real wine. But that's mm. really maybe not super exciting. <laughs> what were you thinking? Yeah. No, I was I was going down the same like thought. I mean, it's like.
1: Yeah, you have to do that, right? You have to get the bad ideas out. You have to go. What's the obvious, and then you need to turn it up to the spinal tap level. the other the other
0: thing that I thought of with stamp is like to step like and like crushing grapes. Oh yeah, wine stamp.
1: Um, Mm. So it's it's actually a mace, and it's got like a wine bottle at the end of it, and it's just you stamp, you're just crushing people with this huge wine bottle. It's like one of those ones you see in restaurants, right, on the back wall, like just a ridiculous amount of wine, weirdly dusty on it. Yeah, like who's pouring that? um but no my my thought was again like quite administrative it would be a wine that would then uh it's uh it's liquid would 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 maybe glow or something or or maybe be uh when poured into a certain cup would be like i don't know i'm saying it now it's quite a boring idea actually like <laughs> I'm just think, like, I,
0: I explore this and get, get the ba- bad ideas yeah, out. get the bad <laughs> ideas out yeah
1: so we've got to get it out um so it's like you know you're at a dinner party you're at, you're at the desk of the person giving you the quest and then you're they they bring up The wine or maybe the player pulls it out from their their coat and you know pours the wine and that is the stamp of approval like oh they have this this particular wine that you know like lets me know that they are part of this guild or part of you know the vineyards association or something you know like i can (laughs) it's a boring idea bodhi let's try and think of something cool it's
0: interesting i I was just trying to understand it what other oh no it's
1: too literal i was gonna say like it's it could be like a message or something you could you could uh tip it out and it would you know be like a mail stamp and send send a message or something oh okay no too literal
0: i thought you were gonna say where i what i got from that when you said like message was like it's like you're stamping the wine like imprinting the wine with like Mm. a message Mm. like a message in a bottle but it's actually in the wine and so then when they drink it they hear your
1: voice like or like Uh. but like in, in their head as they drink it and then if you drink it too fast it like plays really fast like just oh, that's weird. Yeah. and if you drink it slowly then it's like whoa, whoa, whoa. and so i might know like when bodhi sends messages he records them really slowly so you have to play them like just a little bit faster or maybe i'm recording it really fast and you have
0: to play it slower i'm just know? imagining the recording process in this fantasy world where you're like mm. vomiting out wine while oh, trying no. to say something <laughs> or i guess you like whispering into it as you pour i guess yeah that's yeah the i think that's way,
1: way more elegant yeah. right yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. so a wine stamp i mean that's stamp is a hard one okay it could be the thing that goes in the end of a bottle of wine like a cork could be the stamp to stop it so the the item would is something like a cork that you put into something Oh, magic item plug yeah so you know if you uh if you needed to pull a, a a jesus and you could put it in a bottle of water and then like shake it up and it turns it into wine or something oh, you know what
0: is pulling a jesus <laughs> and i'm like yeah. in my head i'm like well, you put it in his mouth like, like <laughs> yeah. well, you um, shake
1: you put it in jesus's mouth you shake jesus and then everything he turns into wine yeah
0: um no i like that i like that idea of like a magic mag- a magic cork of some kind it's a it's stamp in the yeah where it can magically seal anything like a door
1: yeah yeah you're being chased by some hobgoblins you know and they're like really upset that you've stolen their like prized wine collection that they have worked really hard at building over the last 10 years and they've got a wedding coming up and you've completely ruined their plans so you quickly turn around and put the wine stamp in the door and it just magically seals it
0: and it's like a it's like a failed attempt at making like a, a cork that you can put that back, back in the bottle like
1: it it can never go back in the into a thing so it always fails you can it's never put it back powerful in. Even. yeah, yeah. Every time you use it, it gets it fits that thing, and then you can't use it again on that thing. It's just like Oh, okay. Just getting bigger and bigger, and you're just like, Oh, what is
0: this damn thing? Oh, that's good. It just only upon being triggered, it only gets bigger. (laughs) And then and then at the end of the campaign, the DM reveals the wine stamp is the big bad.
1: Or like you you're in the distance and it's like (laughs) mountain. What's that?
0: What's that, Anne Hathaway?
1: Anne Hathaway? What is that? It's the mountains. No oh. Anne Hathaway. It's the wine stamp. Oh gosh, <laughs> it's pretty great. Oh, hopefully people who are listening have thought of something
0: way cooler. <laughs> I like... think it's great. I like kind of shitty magic items, like yeah, it's kind too. of like kind of useless. And I like. Do yeah. you, so let's. Are you happy with this direction with the weirdly growing cork? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think to clarify, it'd be kind of fun if, and I don't know if this is what you were saying, is like first time put it in a bottle it yeah. grows to the bottle size and then stops to clock, to stop that bottle yeah then you can pull it out but then the next thing you have to put it in it has to be bigger like that yeah
1: so like it it would grow to fit the, the the nozzle end of that wine bottle right yeah and then but then it's not going to fit in that same wine bottle
0: again you're going to have to upgrade the
1: wine bottle to a bigger size does it
0: grow in iterations or does it grow until it like hits an edge oh i think hits an edge because that's pretty funny. And then I feel like in that case, we do have to come up with like, and then what? when does it stop? Or it just doesn't stop. Like what's... Well, what oh, yeah, because you... that could be world-breaking, couldn't it? If it's like... I mean, I think that's fine, but I think it mm-hmm. almost, I think it's interesting to deal with like what... I'm imagining now
1: a group of travelers who are selling cork and much like a kebab shop they've just got it set up like in in the like suspended in the middle of a a wine bottle that it can never reach and they're just shaving bits of cork off it as it grows to try and fill the gap and they're like oh man business is good we're selling so much cork (laughs) Uh,
0: i was i thought you were going down the path of like these like cork (laughs) sellers like for some reason there's people that sell like just cork stoppers and then you're like it's just like a little market stall, and then the players are like what's that what's that old box at the back? Like, oh, no, you don't want that. like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. like this epic, epic story of a cool thing. Yeah. But okay, well, let's figure out what, what happens when it grows. Do, do we put a limit? Does it grow to like the size of a mountain and stop or does it become sentient? <laughs> like. <laughs> Oh, I like, now that you've said that, I like that too much. Yeah, it gets to the size of a golem,
1: and once it reaches golem size, it yeah. becomes self-aware and sentient, and then it thanks the party and says, thank you for helping me gestate and grow. Yes, it's just it, like yeah. some
0: alien species that needed yeah. to grow. Oh.
1: And it, it's like, I, I love you parents so much. I will always look out for you. If you ever need
0: me, you
1: know, you know, whisper into the bottle, oh, and I will so hear good. you. And it wanders off into the wild and has its own
0: adventures. Just make a cork pop sound to call me. Yeah, here.
1: exactly. And, he, and, and cork, Corky arrives... And he comes charging in and, and he punches really hard, but it's always so soft because he's made a cork. It's just like...
0: But I was imagining same... like Bullet Bill from Mario, but the cork just like, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. But
1: at the same time though, you could attack Corky and uh, the, I mean, Corky's such a lazy name. Come on, Dan, we can do something better than that. But like, um, but like if it was a blade or something, just get stuck inside the cork and just kind of like, like a gelatinous cube would just be like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> i become a hedgehog. You know?
0: <laughs> this is amazing. This, people will use this. Like I would put this in my game and oh, I just need to ho- make like so. a stat and then a stat block for Corky. Um, yeah. I mean, you is know both situation... of us to go and draw Corky now. Yeah, totally.
1: Um, or wine. Honestly, like Corky is a bad name. Corky needs to be stamp- the nickname, Sammy? but there needs to be like a proper long multi name. Yeah. Or, but yeah, or... Wine Stamp. Wow, what a journey.
0: I mean, that's the 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 love of um, prompts, right? I love that. There's no way we could have come up with this without that. Um, nah, no, that was good. Is there is there a way like just I I'm thinking just as yeah. I'm imagining this article in my head that I'll turn yeah. this into. Is there something that could happen that corky could turn evil like mm. like you you mess up the gestation of the growing yeah cork. no totally is that so, necessary we don't need to do that i just was thinking like like a rotten cork i guess
1: the way it could turn evil is if you know as if the party treated it mean you know
0: yeah honestly yeah. i don't even know i kind of just i like the i like the cuteness of just corky being a nice person yeah i don't think he needs to be evil
1: no no, but I think there's a good chance. I think it's always good to have in games like the ability for things to, you know, be uh the opposites I mean it's something I really enjoy about um uh, Dick Dynamite and the way he DMs our games is that like you know, he loves making us think that, you know, these bandits are, you know, completely, you know, reprehensible and you should go in there blade swinging and then afterwards you realize like, oh no, they're just trying to make by and they've been denied by everyone for help and, you know, they you know, which is such a classic thing, but it's also such a great thing.
0: It to, was great to, that was really good. I like I yeah. Just yeah. and it and it made sense. It was like, oh yeah, course, they're like yeah. just trying to seem real badass to like yeah. dirty, skull. yes. oh, dirty yeah. skulls. Um
1: so yeah, I think Corky, if Corky ends up being evil, then you know, there's always a way back, but there's if if there's always a way to be more evil as well. And uh
0: And then are you imagining it as like like a like, I don't think it would keep its cork shape, right? You were kind of imagining mm. almost like semi-humanoid once it becomes... Oh, no. I was actually thinking more like, um, like, you know how sometimes you can get golems that are just like
1: weird shapes? Yeah, yeah. You know? Like, um, like clumpy sort of thing. Just clumpy messes, you know? Okay. And like, I don't even think there needs to be a mouth or eyes or anything. It can just be kind of like gestures, you know, yeah. how you understand and just an ominous voice coming from it somewhere. <laughs> but uh, the but I'd, I, cork. <laughs> humanoid in the sense that there would be like arms and legs, but maybe not a head. Maybe it'd just be a torso with arms and legs and multi-limbed. Maybe maybe it's got like,
0: you know, yeah.
1: many legs. You
0: know? I kind of, I think regarding the name, like Corky is. I think it's kind of like it's so it's too, it's almost too obvious, but that I kind of like that like <laughs> so circles obvious, back around. Yeah. Because you know that that's what the party would call it like, Yeah, yeah yeah cause exactly. it doesn't have a name tag or anything it's yeah. just like oh it's quirky we
1: once we once managed to uh, roll uh, three d20s in a row to tame a uh, giant crow that was sent to attack us and, uh, and and dick was like so what do you uh what do you do with the crow and we were like
0: it shall be called crow oh we were so happy with that uh. Okay, I'm I'm kind of I'm in love with Corky now. Um, um I'm really really excited that we got to that point with Corky's yeah. development. What a what a journey from yeah. just a <laughs> I mean, I also kind of like the weird like message in a bottle. But that was But that's how you can talk to Corky. Yeah. Is whisper into any of the bottles that Corky has
1: inhabited and uh, <laughs> and, and Corky will hear you.
0: Or the doorways also.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, or the doorways or the kebab stands.
0: <laughs> Amazing. All right. Thanks for being on the Slow Quest podcast, Daniel. Uh, it's been fun. Damn, it's been a lot of fun. Really, really has been great. Your podcast, Backwater Bastards, you can find at backwaterbastards.com or yep. on all the the it's, podcasty things.
1: Yeah, if you type in that anywhere, you'll find it. It's uh, it's 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 posted over as many
0: places as we, as we can. And it's genuinely fucking cool. So everyone oh, should get listen. You. Um, and isometric worlds patreon.com isometric worlds or yep. isometric worlds on instagram to have a look mm-hmm. um do you have any other things you want to link like to your own stuff or
1: uh, I, I haven't really
0: posted to any of my own stuff in yeah. a while
1: i've got that got that fear? got that uh that like
0: personal out fear. you know are you are you active on twitter like what if someone wants to like oh right. you because you're so cool
1: oh well thank you <laughs> <So>. <laughs> um, um at dead toothbrush okay is my uh twitter uh thing
0: nice hi everyone um before you go actually i have a clip that daniel has sent me of his podcast the backwater bastards it's an intro sequence of a recent episode and i just thought i'd tack it on um so you can have a little preview of of his podcast it's really good i I go here have a listen oh they're on us there's a
1: there's a bunch of them Tre- Trevor, you, you see him? I'm counting six, Cleo. I'm getting that gun turned. Ah! Fire back at them. <coughs> oh,
0: hold on. Oh
1: jeez. Trevor, what are we going to do in this situation? They are gaining on us. I'm taking us through the wall. What do you mean, taking us through the wall, Trevor? The wall. said they're gaining on us, not kill us and fly us into a bleeding wall. I don't want to be flat! But, look, you see that head like... Yes, I see they, the big were... wall, Trevor. That isn't the issue. The issue is the ships following us behind. Look, these Terrans fly like they've got sticks up their bottoms. They, they're they not going to make it through the shattered wall. I can Neither do it. Neither are we, Trevor. Look, you you, you got to trust me, Z. I've done this before. How many times have you done this before? Well, this shield's going to hold up. Cleo, they're firing on us. Well, I'm giving it back. Well, I'm trying. Two and a half. Two and a half times. What? Two and a half times, Trevor. What that? Two and a half times. Oh, someone helped me the first time. Look, I, what? What? Trevor is confident that he can get us through this war. Reese. Oh hell. <laughs> I must express some concern at our current course. Oh! <laughs> you're taking fire from behind. I don't and know the shields are my The shields may not hold long, long against this asteroid onslaught. Are you sure you know what you're doing, Trevor? He knows! Look at Yes this. shut up! Like I could really do with a bit less backseat driving. Mm-hmm. Backseat, Cleo, driving. Just, you, backseat driving, the only backseat driving that's happening is bloody lasers being fired at us, travel. Okay, yes, but if you, <laughs> can, <laughs> get, if you can get them off us, we, we need the shields to make it through the wall. The shields are a big part of the journey. I'm trying. I'm busy as a fart in a colander back here. Right, right, right. let me try something, let me try something. Just hold on to your seats, uh, uh, strap in if you can. And what was that? Reese, just, you know, I'm, I'm sorry in advance. What did he say, Z?
0: Uh,
1: he said Z? strap in. Time so to strap on. Right, here I go! This is a little bit risky, but strap punching
0: it!
1: Oh, no. oh Oh dear! Oh, this is going to be good.
0: Thanks so much. I'm uh, going to fade in the, the outro music now. Yeah, is it going to fade uh, in now over us talking? Maybe. I mean, I yeah, yeah, yeah cuz I know I don't need to tell anyone my links. No, you should just do your links. Nah, it'll just be on the notes and stuff. Like, yeah.
1: It's in the show notes, people. Look in the show yeah. notes to Yeah. But if you're here, then you already love Bodhi, so like be but,
0: interesting but let him know that you did.
1: Let him know that you do love him though because, you know. You just uh, assume that he knows. He doesn't. He needs to be reminded like all of us. Yeah, five stars. Five iTunes. stars on iTunes. <laughs> Heck yeah. Go to iTunes. Give the podcast five stars. It's crazy how much that helps. If you've not oh, really? done it for this show, then you should do it because it, it is. Um, it, that's how you get up the charts. And if you higher up the charts, you get more people listening. So if you like this podcast, and you might. Like